0: Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to my house. And welcome to this episode, episode one of Take Notes, Kids. There's a plot twist coming. I'm your host, Shoshana Smith, and I want to start off this episode um, by telling you a little bit about me, where I come from, who I am, and uh, get into some personal things to get this thing started off right. What's a podcast without a little vulnerability, right? I mean, otherwise I'm just sitting here talking to myself and not getting anywhere. I'm pretty good about bunny trails. All right, so I am 27 years old. I live in Independence, Missouri, just 20 minutes from downtown KC. Um, Independence was the home of President Truman. That's our claim to fame here. This is the biggest city I have ever lived in. 117,000 people, I think, and some change. I've lived here since 2011. And it's now 2019, so doing the math, that is seven years, eight years in May. I was actually born here in another town further east, and when I was two years old, my family moved to Montana to be missionaries on the Northern Cheyenne Indian Reservation. That was a very difficult time for us. Uh, The church that sent us basically abandoned us. The Northern Cheyenne didn't accept us because we weren't Northern Cheyenne, and we were very poor too poor um, to come back to Missouri. We were homeless one summer. Um, anyway, so my dad worked his butt off to provide for us and he was a ranch hand on many different ranches, but that's not a secure job. So we moved pretty much every year or every two years to the next job, just trying to make ends meet. But we found that all our hopes and dreams for this place were less than ideal. And it was really difficult we lived there for 17 years in Montana, so that's where I grew up. That is what I consider my home, despite it being full of some bad memories. <laughs> um, I know there are some people who get tired of hearing me talk about Montana, cause it's like, you live here now, get over it. But when you grow up in a place like that and experience what I did, it just sticks with you. The biggest town I actually lived in up there was about 1800 people. I went to public school there and I believe I was the 30th student. By then, my sister had graduated and she had graduated from a much smaller town, Um, shout out to (laughs) Winnet, and her graduating class was 14 and I think the one before her was like four or something. Um, I was homeschooled for 10 years, which is something very unique, at least in the circles I run in. That's something that it just wasn't very common. Fun fact, two of my siblings actually went to public school wherever we lived, whatever town we live close to, and which I am very grateful for because I think their influence from the outside world helped give me a sense of a, of a rounded education, um, a little of this, a little of that. So, my growing up years was living on ranches, playing outside, being and being a kid of the 90s, there wasn't internet, which I thank God for, you know? I'm so grateful I grew up in that time. The awesome thing about Montana is that it is country, and anyone who lives there will probably agree, it's the biggest small town you will ever live in. I mean, you're on the highway, a two-lane highway, and you can wave to the one or two cars that pass by, and you are not considered weird. Um, Yeah, so when we lived on ranches, I didn't have a lot of friends really, except for maybe some kids I met at Sunday school. That changed a little as I got older and we moved to other places. Like I said, I went to public school for a couple of years and had some pretty good friends there. But still, I was raised on Veggie Tales, Adventures in Odyssey, the PBS channel, GT and the Halo Express, Willie George Ministries and the Gospel Bill TV show, uh, and Commander Kelly and the Super Kids, which came from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Those were my friends. Aside, of course, from my parents, they really helped raise me and gave me the foundation to grow up into a faith-filled young woman. I want to talk about some of those more in depth in later episodes, but I just wanted to give you a little insight of who I am and what helped mold me into the human that I am. All right. Um, So I want to give some rapid fire fun facts about me. Just uh, some things I thought of off the top of my head. So I have never read or seen Harry Potter. Go ahead. Get it out now. Um, I like accents and I like to talk to myself in a British accent, which is actually very fortuitous because I am currently working on a novel set back in the late 1800s in Europe, which also brings in other accents like French uh, and a Cockney accent. So, yes, as I'm writing, I'm writing in my head with an accent. I might have to actually throw in an Irish accent in there somewhere, but I I tend to talk to myself in a British accent, and uh, as I write the story, it comes out pretty interesting. Um, Another fun fact about me, I have fallen off of a horse three times, off of three different horses. Um, The second time it happened, I was running a horse that I shouldn't have been running down a hill. He took a sudden turn to the right. I went flying left. Um, But I did this awesome cop roll and didn't get injured at all, so that's pretty cool. Um, My favorite movie is Lethal Weapon, Mel Gibson was a genius in that. Um, Yeah, totally Mel Gibson fan over here. Uh, Favorite music album is Elton John's Jump Up. Favorite drink from QT is a raspberry iced tea, sugar free. Let me tell you something, QT is a great place to meet people. I've run into the same cute guy twice at the one up here on the corner by where I live, and we've never talked, but just in case he's listening, yes, I am single. Um, (laughs) I don't know how many other places have QT uh, quick trip gas stations, but that's the place to go to down here. So, yeah, QT. Their taquitos are the bomb. As a kid of the 90s, I've seen the movie The Sandlot about a hundred times. That's a good movie. I should watch that again. I need to figure out where I can find it. Um, yeah, kid of the 90s, um, I had a Furby, Beanie Babies, I remember when McDonald's Happy Meal toys were the bomb and like you used MSN instant messenger was the way to talk to people? Um, I did that a lot. That was fun. Um, Oh, yeah. Portable CD players. Cassette players were the coolest thing. Cassettes. Oh, nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So time for a quick story. This story is about yours truly. So um, while going to Bible college, I worked at a car wash. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I went to Bible college with my parents. <laughs> we... um When we were able to move from Montana, um, we finally got out, and I was 18, and we went to Bible college together, uh, all three of us in Colorado. So anyway, back to the story. I worked at a car wash. I was the only girl... At the car wash, I was the only one without a criminal record. So I worked on the drying side. So when cars came out, I was one of the ones with a towel who jumped in and started drying and cleaning windows and making sure there were no spots left. So on this particular day, it was very busy. And I think it was just me and this other guy named Charles. So when the cars come through the wash, they're empty. The owners are waiting up on this little overhang deck area right there watching us. So anyway, this car rolls out. Well, no, I'm I'm getting ahead of the story. So just to explain, so the cars come out, roll out, um, they hit a little speed bump, and then they usually slow down and stop. So... Alright, I was at the front of the line finishing this SUV, and Charles wasn't there. He was inside the detail area nearby or something, and anyway, so as I'm cleaning this, drying this SUV, um, another car rolls out, and the SUV I was working on should have been gone by then, but since I was on my own, I was going kind of slow. So here I am driving this SUV and I'm watching as this car comes slowly rolling out towards the SUV and I'm standing there like trying to gauge if it's going to stop, right? Well, I quickly realize it's not going to stop in time and there's no time to move the SUV and no time to hop into this silver bullet and hit the brakes. So what do I do? Let it hit? No, I mentally prepare myself and then jump in between the two cars. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I know it's in neutral, so I'm like, I'm the Hulk, I'm gonna stop this car. All 120 pounds of myself. And I put my hands on the hood and I push and I'm expecting, that I'm, I'm, I've, I've ex- at this point, I have accepted the fact that I am probably going to break my legs <laughs> um, for a minimum wage job. Like, I just threw myself out there for this job um, thankfully I did not break my legs and I did manage to stop the silver bullet um, just a few like I thought I think it was only like a foot short like it was right there and then, and then I hear this like collective gasp from the waiting deck and I look up to see all these groups of customers staring at me laughing nervously like oh my god what did she do and then about then Charles comes running They'd all seen it and he'd had, they'd seen it, the, all the other guys had seen it. Charles had actually like watched it happen. And uh, he told me that later. He's like, yeah, we saw it happening. And I'm like, dude, what, why did you just like, let me do that? Um. Anyway, so he comes running out and he's just mouths to me and he's like, I owe you. And I was just like, yeah, you do. and And then I think I said something like, move the SUV. Like I'm still standing here holding this car. And then I think like a month later, I actually crashed a customer's car into the curb because I couldn't find the brake. It was a manual, okay? Like, I'd only driven a manual a few times and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So, I basically went from like being a hero to a complete lame brain at the same job in less than a month. But, yeah. So, the lesson is... Actually, I'm not sure that there is a lesson to be learned there. (laughs) Uh, Take notes, kids. If it's lunchtime and there's a rush, don't leave your coworker alone or you might just owe them dinner and end up in their podcast 10 years later. Oh, man, I have so many stories from that place, but not now. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's my awesome story of saving the day and keeping two cars from crashing into one another throwing my body out there trying to save the day and I did so yeah pretty awesome okay so kids of the 90s all you guys listening out there let me know what your childhood was like were you a country mouse were you a city mouse did you do crazy things what did you grow up um on as a 90s kid did you listen to adventures in odyssey did you watch the pbs channel oh yeah all those things I want to know I want to hear about it I want to know that I'm not the only one so I did not really have a plot twist in this podcast. I actually was thinking of some things, but it got a little serious, a little fast. And I didn't want to do that to you on the second episode. <laughs> We're still getting to know each other here. So I didn't want to get too much down that road. But, um, but yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. Tell me what TV shows you watched um, growing up. And if you weren't born in the 90s that's cool let me know if you were born in the 60s let me know what you did as a kid the things that you remember the nostalgia things um yeah give me some ideas hit me up let me know also i would greatly appreciate it if you would rate this uh podcast if you would share it talk about it interact with me let me know that you're listening And I will leave it there for this episode. We are getting about the 15-minute mark, so I'm going to let you go. All of you guys have a great day or a great night, depending on when you're listening to this. And I will see you on the next episode, all right? Class dismissed. See you guys later. Bye.